Good evening. Welcome, everyone. Tonight, Full Circle again comes to you prepared to do our part to raise funds for this important station, KPFA. And we bring you National Bird, a documentary film that takes a look at our secret drone assassination and warfare program and the sensor operators that control them. National Bird is a documentary film that takes a critical look at what happens to drone pilots when they're overworked, overstressed, and still pushed to keep going. And it also speaks with survivors who live in fear of an instant, out-of-nowhere strike from the sky. On tonight's show, we'll feature excerpts from the film National Bird. We'll also hear excerpts from the interview with filmmaker Sonia Kennebec. And of course, tonight, we'll be asking for your support for KPFA and the First Voice Apprenticeship Program. All that tonight on Full Circle. I am your host, Freebill and Franklin. Keep it locked right here on KPFA. Hey, 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 welcome back, everyone. Good evening, and welcome again to Full Circle. Tonight, we are honored again to bring you the documentary film, National Bird. The description from their website reads, National Bird follows the dramatic journey of three whistleblowers who are determined to break the silence around one of the most controversial current affairs issue of our time, the secret U.S. drone war. At the center of this film are three U.S. military veterans. Plagued by guilt over participating in the killing of faithless people in foreign countries, they decide to speak out publicly, despite the possible consequences. National Bird gives a rare insight into the U.S. drone program through the eyes of veterans and survivors, connecting their stories as, connecting their stories as never seen before in a documentary. The images haunt the audience and bring a faraway issue close to home. Again, that's from the website uh, National Bird. And there's a lot of recent news regarding the drones. Some of the biggest news is probably probably the targeted assassination of Iranian General Qasem Soleimani, which nearly got us into a hot war with Iran. And just last week, another uh, quote-unquote high-value target was assassinated. That was Qasem al-Rimi leader of al-Qaeda in the Arabian Peninsula. He was assassinated in Yemen, a country we are not even officially at war with. In light of these latest developments, tonight we are featuring the film National Bird in the hope that we can shed some light on this controversial issue. At the same time, we are hoping you might donate and help support KPFA. So let's start off tonight with a trailer from the film National Bird. And remember, you can click or call anytime during the show to get yourself a copy of this film. You do that by going to kpfa.org and click on the donate tab. Or if you want to call, the number is 1-800-439-5732. And if you want to remember that, it's 1-800-HEY-KPFA. Let's get started. This is the trailer to the film National Bird, a documentary by Sonia Kennebec. 
You literally just kind of hover. And you would wait until he walked out to the field to meet with some friends for something. And you'd blow him up. Drop a Hellfire missile on him. Maybe we killed our objective. Maybe we killed a guy who we thought was our objective. You don't know. When I first got into the military, I was thinking it was a force for good in the world. I thought I was going to be on the right side of history, and today I don't believe I was. I still have a top secret clearance, so I have to be extraordinarily cautious about what I can and can't say on camera. My job was to watch what's happening in the video, the drones, and identify everything. Adolescent near the rear of the SUV. That's deceptive. You get the opinion that you're at 10,000 feet, you see this photograph, you know what's going on. You don't know what's going on. You know what you see in two dimensions. You see someone die because you said it was okay to kill them. It's too easy. They just emboldened commanders. Centers in, but the party begin. Because there is no threat. Oh, sweet target. I mean, this could grow to get so out of control. Somebody downstairs was knocking at the door, and immediately both people at the door shoved FBI badges in my face. The Espionage Act is one of the most serious charges you can level against an American. That I'm probably going to get indicted and I'm probably going to get charged. I lost part of my humanity working in the drone program. It's a secret program. I can't just go telling the public what it is. What I can tell you is that to me, it's frightening. All right, welcome back to Full Circle right here on 94.1 KPFA. This is the Pacifica Mothership right here in Berkeley. You just heard the official trailer to the film National Bird, a film by Sonia Kennebec, um, who we'll be hearing from later in the show. Uh, part of KPFA's mission is to bring you important and relevant information. Featuring documentary films like National Bird is one way that we do that. Now, the voices we just heard in the trailer are three former drone systems operators and analysts from the secret U.S. drone war and that of a survivor of a U.S. attack back in February of 2010. Tonight on Full Circle, we are offering the film National Bird for a donation of $110. You could donate anytime online at kpfa.org and that is a secure website donation. If you want to call and speak with an actual person, please do so now. 1-800-439- 5732. That's 1 800 Hey KPFA. And here's some reviews by some popular news sources. The Intercept says a new documentary explores the devastating effects of drone warfare on victims and whistleblowers. Beautifully constructed. Rising Up with Sonali, a show from right here on Pacifica Network, says National Bird exposes the underside of the drone wars coming at a crucial political moment to help ordinary Americans understand what the U.S. drone program is all about. The Washington Post says, National Bird takes a deeply disturbing look at drone warfare, artful, profoundly unsettling. And lastly, from the Los Angeles Times, collateral damage of drones has consequences in the documentary film National Bird, powerful cinematic journalism. Again, that's coming from the Los Angeles Times. If you would like to get your own copy of National Bird, get online and donate securely at kpfa.org or call 1-800-HEY-KPFA. Get yourself a copy. Um, this is a station that brings you films like this, like National Bird. 
Well, let's move on. We want to get uh, you hearing some more of this film. As we said at the opening of the show, National Bird follows the lives of three whistleblowers straight out of the drone program. The three work in different areas of the drone program. In this next clip, we will hear from two of the whistleblowers and some of their so- some of their thoughts on the tasks they were performing and how that work has altered countless lives, including their own. This is Lisa and Heather. When I first got into the military, I mean, I was thinking it was kind of a win-win. It was a force for good in the world. I could actually help people. I could go places. I could learn things. There was nothing negative about it at the time that was in my thinking or in my consciousness. And, you know, I thought I was going to be on the right side of history, and today I don't believe I was. DGS, a distributed ground system. As the name implies, I mean, it's a distributed system and it spans the globe and it eats data and it eats lots and lots and lots of data. This is global. This is getting information anywhere at any time shooting people from anywhere at any time and it's not just one person sitting there with a little remote control a little joystick moving around a plane that's halfway across the world that's not all there is it's like borders don't matter anymore and there's a huge system that spans the globe that can just suck up endless amounts of your life your personal data I mean, this could grow to get so out of control. And we're not the only ones that have this. This is gonna be commonplace if it's not already. It's a secret program. And what that means is that I can't just go shouting off the hilltops telling the public what it is. What I can tell you is that to me, one person who worked within this massive thing, it's frightening. Find the beginning of this really long sentence. Sergeant Lang also spearheaded the emission security and accreditation process for four coalition computer networks enabling the exploitation of 2,400 sorties and resulted in, in the timely and accurate identification of 121,000 insurgent targets in support of operations, Iraqi freedom, and enduring freedom. Um, and then it goes on. That means that the system that I worked on basically identified 121,000 insurgent targets. It's 121,000 lives affected by technology that we control. And in this case, you're talking about a two-year period. So how many years have we been at war now? is 12, multiply, add up some numbers, and see what's really going on. Dear Lord, we thank you for this beautiful day. We thank you for friends and family. We thank you for everyone, everything that you have given us. Bless this food and nourish our bodies. Give everyone safety in their travel. Amen. 
was an imagery analyst and a screener. My job was to watch what's happening in the video, the drones, the live video, of course, and identify everything. Another remote duty station, you'd have the pilot, of course, who's flying the, the actual aircraft, and the sensor operator who is moving the camera around. They were the ones that actually pushed the button. I do not push the button. I just identify what, what necessitates a button pushing. someone and fly away. We have to follow through. The bomb hit and wait for it to cool down a little bit and then you can see like the body parts. You can identify like that could be the lower half of his body and that could be a leg. And then um, sometimes you'll stick around and watch family come and, and get them or like pick up the parts and put their family member in a blanket and a couple people hold onto a corner of the blanket and carry him back to their compound. According to my mental health records, I was high risk for suicide because of um, the way I acted about my job. My psychologist called my first sergeant and he recommended that I be possibly moved to um, anything that um, wasn't involving watching people die all the time. And um, the first sergeant said that our team was undermanned and that they absolutely needed me to work mission. So he would look into it, but never returned my um, psychologist's phone calls, um, never gave him any indications that I was going to be moved to a better job. And I obviously wasn't. I stayed doing that job until the last possible moment when they had to let me out process because I was actually getting out of the military. So I guess that's the cost of a human life because the fact that I was on a suicide watch list and they still wouldn't allow me to do something else that might help me a little bit obviously didn't matter to the military. And that, that shows how much the Air Force cares about its intelligence troops. All right. Welcome back to Full Circle right here on KPFA. I'm your host tonight, Free Will and Franklin. And what you are hearing are some disturbing clips from the documentary film National Bird a film that examines the secret U.S. drone wars and the soldiers that make it possible. And as we just heard, some of the toxic effects that doing this grueling and often gruesome job can have on these soldiers. The voice that you just heard was Heather, who was actually on a suicide watch list and was still kept on her job by her commanding officer. The first voice we heard was Lisa, and she said she worked on a DGS, which is a distributed ground system, which basically analyzes and distributes massive amounts of intelligence collected by uh, the U-2 Dragon Lady, basically a modern U-2 spy plane, also a Global Hawk drone, a Reaper Predator drones. And although this DGS is basically a complex, secure computer network, it is designated as a weapons system. And as we just heard, Lisa's team alone in just two years was responsible for collecting data and identifying 121,000 targets. That was in just two years. So if this kind of information interests you as it interests, uh, interests me, you can get yourself a copy of this incredible DVD, National Bird, for a 
donation of $110 by donating securely online at kpfa.org or calling 1-800-439-5732. And don't forget, that's 1-800-HEY-KPFA. You could make a $10 donation a month and secure yourself a copy of this DVD. Um, I just want to take a minute to get some more people on the line. Looks like we have a couple callers. Thank you for that. Um, show your support right now for the KPFA apprenticeship program and for KPFA at the same at the same time. Don't forget, with this film, you can educate yourself and others about the secret U.S. drone program. Give us a call. Give us a click. KPFA.org or 1-800-439-5732. You don't want to miss this film, National Bird. Find out more about these extrajudicial killings and assassinations. The drone program is a program of hunting and killing, and we're doing it in lands we're not even officially at war with. Places like Pakistan, Yemen, Somalia, Libya, of course, Afghanistan, Iraq, and Syria. We even fly drones on our own U.S.-Mexico border. And according to an article in Brookings as well, um, as the Asia Times, in February of 2012, we even launched a deadly drone strike in the Philippines um, that was said to have killed 15 fighters of Abu Sayyaf down in southern Philippines. What you want to do is you want to learn as much as you can about the secret operation of these branches of military. The Army, the Navy, the Air Force, and the Marines all have their own drone programs. Even the CIA has its own drone program. And don't forget, the president has a kill list. This includes the name of suspected al-Qaeda operatives, foreign civilians, and even American citizens abroad who are classified as an imminent threat to the nation's security. They are open to be killed without trial or due process. Again, I want to thank those callers we have and had on, and I want to just throw it out there that we got a match tonight, an anonymous match from Albany, $375. I think we could do that. If you make a donation um, in this time, we can double that money. So we're going to give out the number one last time to encourage you to donate. That's 1-800-439-5732. And don't forget, it's 1-800-HEY-KPFA. But the easiest and best way to donate is securely online at kpfa.org. Now I want to get to our special guest. Um, that is Sonia Kennebec. Sonia Kennebec is an independent documentary filmmaker and investigative journalist with more than 15 years of directing and producing experience. She most recently uh, completed her feature-length film, National Bird, which we are featuring tonight. We spoke with Sonia about her film on a previous episode of Full Circle. These are some excerpts from that conversation. Well, let's move on a little bit. Uh, the drone program is out. It's known to the public, yet most of it, like all war machines, the drone program is still really shrouded in mystery. Um, what are you hoping to express in your film, National Bird, to the viewers? What is it that you wanted us to see and learn? Mm -hmm. So the reason I made this film is to create more transparency and bring more transparency into the drone program. And, you know, this is an educational film. It, it doesn't have a narration. It really is just told um, by the 
people directly impacted, the veterans and the survivors, um, because I, I didn't want to, you know, put my own voice in and tell people what to think. But I, you know, I, I wanted to give voice to the people who usually don't have a voice. And the subject, the issue is not black and white. It has a lot of, you know, shades of gray. And what I think is important, though, is that we understand um, and get more information that we you know understand what the drone program is how it works you know drones already are flying in the u.s and so it it really is a film and meant to educate um and then at, you know at the end i i hope people you know make their own conclusions you know discuss the issue um i i really want to you know maybe spark a discussion and we often have you know, many hours of Q and A of Q and A's um, at our public screenings. So, um, you know, I've been seeing it really triggers something and 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 raises also, you know, just a lot of thought and questions. And that's what I really wanted to do with this film. This is a journalistic exploration. This film it follows the lives of these three whistleblowers and following the lives of Heather and Daniel and Lisa. We see that they've kind of had a change of heart after working in the drone programs. And by the military's own admittance, they are struggling to keep enough drone pilots and sensor operators in the chair. Many operators are burning out from long 12-hour, stressful, often gruesome work shifts. In fact, many drone operators are suffering from PTSD. Can you talk about what we learned from these three brave whistleblowers as it relates to their own uh, mental and physical health? This film, my film, is is really about the people, um, the people who are working in the drone program and the people in the target countries. So it kind of brings the humanity back into into this highly technical program. And three whistleblowers, the veterans are talking about, is um, their experience fighting a war um, over a big distance. And you know, it, while you know sometimes people compare the drone program to a video game. What is in fact happening is, you know, people are being killed. It's real. It's not a video game. So the work they are doing definitely impacts the people psychologically. Um, we just had a clip of, of Heather and her job was especially difficult because she had to analyze the live video feed coming from the drones and basically make a call. You know, this person is a civilian or this person is a terrorist. And her call, um, you know, her decision then might, you know, have led to a um, to the bombing of a group of people. And then, you know, she had to kind of, you know, stick around and the drone you know, loiters and, you know, she had to watch, um, you know, people like relatives coming in, you know, collecting the body parts and even, you know, sometimes um, doing a funeral. So, um, so she would really, um, you know, see their reality and, and the full impact of the drone war. And while, you know, no one is trying to compare the experiences um, of the people who work in a drone program with the experiences of, you know, combat soldiers. You know, it still has a really big impact on everyone in my film. And in fact, Heather, um, who was herself on a suicide watch list, she lost some of her friends, fellow airmen, to suicide. And I think, you know, part of the, the experience is really you know, of course, you know, being involved in, in killing, being involved in the real war, but still being in absolute safety, being, you know, based in the U.S. And that was very, very hard for them because Lisa, who actually was, you know, had been in, in her career, she had been deployed in combat zones. And she says, 
you know, actually being in safety and, you know, being involved in, in, in killing people is, is really hard because you can't even justify it with any self-defense. You're not protecting yourself and the people around you. So that for her was especially hard. And then also, you know, going to work, doing these 12-hour shifts, you know, on and off, and then um, going home and, you know, to your families, to your kids, not being able to talk about your experiences and not even, you know, to a psychologist if they don't have the security clearance. Um, that is, is really, you know, it's really hard for the people working in it. Again, welcome back to Full Circle right here on 94.1 KPFA here in Huchin, also known as Berkeley to all you settlers out there. And that voice you just heard was the voice of filmmaker, producer, and director Sonia Kennebec. Uh, we were discussing her film, National Bird. I wanted just to give a reminder that we are raising funds tonight for KPFA if you would like yourself a copy of this amazing documentary film, which exposes the dark side of this U.S. drone war program. Give us a click at kpfa.org and make a secure donation online. You can get this DVD, National Bird, for $110, and you can make that in $10 monthly uh, $10 monthly payments. Let me give a big shout-out to Cat in Oakland. I'm assuming that's our cat, a cat, and my dad, Frank Sr. Thank you, sir, for calling in and donating tonight. Looks like we have a couple more callers on the line. You, too, can uh, support us tonight. Support the First Voice Apprenticeship Program right here. We are a training program that brings in people from the community, teaches them uh, basic media skills, and gets them on the air to share their stories. Let me give out the number one more time, 1-800-439-5732. And don't forget, you can donate securely online at kpfa.org. Right now, we're working on a $375 match, and we are almost halfway there. I appreciate if you can give us a call, give us a click. And I want to give a quick shout-out and a call-out to my East County folks. A lot of you know Freewell and Franklin here. I come from Antioch. I was born and raised out there. So tonight, as I'm watching this, I want to see some more Antioch calls. How about Pittsburgh, Oakley, Brentwood? These are my East County people. Let's see what we could do. The number, one 800 439 5732. You can remember it by remembering 1 800 Hey KPFA. Also online at kpfa.org. Just click on the support tab and make a secure donation online. But right now, I want to get back to our special guest, our interview with filmmaker Sonia Kennenbeck. Let's get right back into it. And we're going to pick it up with graduate apprentices Dennis Ruse, myself, and David uh, De La Grande. Talk about why it's so important to travel to Afghanistan and have the voices of the victims speak in your film, National Bird. The drone war, even though it's, it's fought um, over screens and in, in articles, it's often compared to, you know, a video game war. Um, that's not what it really is. Real victims are dying and civilians as well. And that's what I'm, I'm showing in this film. So we were first following Lisa's story. And Lisa, actually, she's one of the veterans in the film. She had a over 20 year career in the military. And what she's doing as part of her story is she, she wants to travel um, to Afghanistan and to places like Afghanistan to 
understand what you know what is really happening on the ground how this weapon system that she was a part of how it affects the people and um, sort of bridging the gap that technology has created and so we follow her in the film and we go with her to to afghanistan one of the places that was part of her missions yeah and we we get to know the the victims and the survivors and, and their stories and those are all um civilian survivors of a u.s airstrike and it's it's very moving what they are telling us and they really want to have a voice and they really wanted to share their stories with us and actually without any hate or anger they really wanted to talk to us uh, actually you know one of the first things uh, my interview partner said to us was thank you for giving us the opportunity to share our stories and even during my research um, when i spoke to other family members of civilian drone victims they they said to me you know not having a voice not being able to share his story is almost like you know being in a prison and having a voice is something really valuable and important and i think we should always remember that and so yes when we did our research and we wanted you know we asked them if we wanted to share their stories and they were very very open to do that and not just the men but also the women um actually are speaking out in my film openly in front of the camera Everyday people like myself, my family, and most Americans are so far removed from the drone wars. What, in your opinion, what does it mean to us here at home? What impact does it or will it have on my life, on my family? Do you feel like these chickens are bound to come home to roost one day? Well, what I also really try to explain in a national bird is that uh, drones are not just about, um, you know, dropping bombs, but um, a big part of um, the program is surveillance. And what one of my subjects, um, Lisa, what she was working on was this, you know, gigantic DGS system, what you were explaining earlier, the global surveillance system behind the drones. That is a web, it's classified itself as a weapon system. And it sucks up, you know, endless amounts of data and, and you know, collects it and stores it. And um, that's something that is already affecting us. Um, drones are being used in the United States already um, for surveillance purposes. And so, um, you know, I think, you know, we, we all should be you know, concerned about that or at least discuss it publicly because it is a huge intrusion into our privacy. And then, you know, in terms of, you know, weaponized drones, um, the United States is not the only country using drones. Britain already is very, you know, closely working with the U.S. Um, Israel is developing or has their own armed drones and China, Russia, Iran. Um, I've even heard, um, you know, read stories recently about um, ISIS actually, you know, modifying consumer drones with and to make them, um, you know, to turn them into weapons. So, you know, this, this technology, like all weapons technologies, can be turned against us. Yeah, you know the 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 film the film is amazing. The music score is awesome. Uh, but finally, you know at KPFA here, you know we're big supporters of independent media, including film, um, and we feature many interviews with filmmakers, uh, especially appreciate films you know such as National Bird. Uh, in your opinion, why is it important to support independent films and us KPFA independent media community radio? Well, I became a journalist and a filmmaker because I strongly believe in the role of independent media in a democracy. 
we need to hold our you know governments accountable it's part of you know we are informing our society we live in and um and yes you know i think accountability and transparency, freedom of the press, freedom of information are, um, yeah, the backbone of a democracy. And that's why we're doing our, our jobs. And um, yes, we absolutely need your, your support to do that. And um, my film um, received major funding from um, the Corporation for Public Broadcasting through um, the Independent Television Service, which is actually you know, an organization that is Bay Area based. And um, this film, you know, I've, I've said it many times at screenings as well. Um, this film wouldn't have been released so timely you know, without that ITVS public television support. And, you know, they really believed in it. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, we've been educating so many people now. We've been doing educational screening. We've been going to colleges. I've been even invited to military colleges. And um, so it has a long life. And yes, you know, I, I really hope that, um, you know, the people who, you know, are moved by, by this film, you know, appreciate the work of independent media support us. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to 94.1 KPFA. That was the voice of filmmaker, producer, and director Sonia Kennebec. We were discussing her film, National Bird, a National Bird, and a big shout out to Sonia out there. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much, Sonia, for putting this beautiful film together. Um, well, beautiful in a way that it reveals this important information, this important film. And a big shout out. Looks like Antioch is showing up tonight. I thank you. We got um, Anonymous in Antioch, another Anonymous in Antioch. Of course, my dad is in Antioch. So Antioch is stepping up tonight. Don't forget, Antioch. Um, I'm from Antioch, too. Uh, tonight, we are offering the film National Bird for a donation of $110. Uh, but, of course, we appreciate any donation that you can make. A donation of $25 will make you a member of KPFA and allow you to vote in upcoming elections um, of the local station board. So we appreciate any any donation you can make. The number, 1-800-439-5732. That's 1-800-HEY-KPFA. If you happen to be out of broadcast range and listening online at kpfa.org, swing yourself over to the Donate tab and just click on that Donate tab and donate securely online. Um, we're going to go to our next clip shortly, but we want to let you know that we appreciate any donation we get. If you can't afford to donate for a copy of the film National Bird, donate what you can. Some things I want you to know about drone strikes. Uh, drone strikes have increased with every president. How has President Trump used the drones? Well, according to a 2018 report in the Daily Beast, Obama launched 186, 186 drone strikes in Yemen, Somalia, and Pakistan in his first two years in office. In Trump's first two years in office, he launched 238. The Trump administration has carried out 176 strikes in Yemen alone in just two years, compared with 154 during all eight years of Obama's tenure. And according to a count by the Associated Press and Bureau of Investigative Journalism, um, experts also say drone strikes under President Trump have surged in Afghanistan, Iraq, and Syria. And 
as was the case during Obama's presidency, these strikes have resulted in untold numbers of civilian casualties. And untold being the key word here. According to the United Nations Assistance Mission in Afghanistan, U.S. drone strikes in Afghanistan killed more than 150 civilians in the first months of 2018 alone. The first nine months, excuse me. Amnesty International reports that drones have killed at least 14 civilians in Somalia since 2017. And as of January of this year, U.S. drone strikes uh, fighting ISIS in Iraq and Syria have killed at least 1,257 civilians. And according that's according to the Pentagon. But according to monitoring group Air Wars, the number could be as great as 7,500 civilians killed by these drones. The use of drones is not only um, going to increase, but it's going to um, increase tremendously, especially under President Trump. Let me give another big shout out to all our donors. I see Antioch came up again, but you know what? That's my mom, Roberta. Thanks, mom. I'm still watching for you, Steph, my sister. And we got another uh, Fairbanks, Arkansas. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, big thank you to all those who called in. Also, those on the line right now. Looks like we have a couple on there. Um, We're going to go to our next clip now from the film National Bird, but please keep the clicks and calls coming in. Um, I know you might get caught up in this next one because this next clip is terrifying. Um, A dramatic and actually terrifying segment from the film. What you're about to hear are the voices of the victims of a drone attack on a convoy of students, families, and other travelers. This attack was in February of 2010. And here it is woven with a reenactment of the actual radio transcripts of the strike. It not only shows the role the drone pilots and sensor operators are playing, but also the horrifying role that the helpless targets play as they go through the motions of their daily lives and suddenly find themselves under attack. This is actually told by survivors, so we created our own voiceovers from the subtitles. Our reasons for traveling such a long way is so that the world community can hear our voice and be able to learn so they can see how this brutal attack has destroyed families and has wounded, maimed, and killed them. That's why we are here. I was a student and wanted to continue my education to become a doctor. I wanted to do something positive for the future of my people and society. We were a group of students, some sick people and travelers who wanted to visit family and friends.
There's a rest area on the way where we stopped to pray. We got out of our cars, men and women. After our prayer, we left. That's when we heard the sound of a plane, but we couldn't see it. There were two black helicopters, and it was also a white plane that made a bing sound. It, it was hovering around us. We often hear that drones can see everything by day and by night. That's what pains me. You can see the difference between a needle and an ant, but not people. We're sitting in the pickup truck, some even on the bed. How can you not identify us? Do you not see that we're travelers, women and children? We were horrified and panicked. The vehicle stopped and we got out. Then they hit the vehicle behind us. The men said that the woman should get out of the car. We thought that they would stop when they see women, but they just continued bombing us. 
که ام زد This is the car. When it stopped, my husband tried to get the children out. Welcome back to Full Circle right here on KPFA. Again, you just heard another clip from the film National Bird, a film by Sonia Kennebec. That's our gift to you tonight for a donation of $110. And that was a horrifying clip. In this clip, we heard the horrifying story of a group of survivors, actually, who amazingly made it through a U.S. drone attack on their convoy. Although they survived... The woman whose voice you heard, unfortunately, lost her four-year-old son, a seven-year-old daughter, as well as her husband in that strike. Her other son, who you heard his voice in the background, survived but lost his leg. In all, the survivors of that attack lost 23 family members, including those children. It's terrifying what's happening over there. Um, Some facts. Let's, Let's get some facts what's going on here. Whereas President George W. Bush authorized approximately 50 drone strikes that killed 296 alleged terrorists and approximately 195 civilians in Yemen, Pakistan, Somalia, Obama authorized 506 strikes that have killed 3,040 suspected terrorists and 391 civilians. That number is actually higher as those came from uh, 2016 New York Times articles. Some other facts that you might not know, President Obama assassinated four U.S. citizens with drone strikes. He started a covert drone war in Yemen. Obama actually escalated the CIA drone war in Pakistan. And Obama also ordered 10 times more drone strikes than President Bush. As I said, these drone strikes are going to keep increasing and increasing with every... Uh, president. Also, we uh, use the controversial method of the devil tap. And uh, a devil tap strike is a practice where one strike is launched and followed by a second strike hitting those that respond to help the uh, the people that got bombed in the first strike. This is controversial as it often kills civilian responders or even rescue workers. We use signature strikes. If you don't know what that is, a drone strike where the identity of the person or persons targeted is not actually known. They don't know who it is, but their pattern of their life or their behavior indicates that they may be involved in terrorist activity. 
and then they get killed. Now this remote control killing technology has been handed to Donald Trump. Who will he target? We see that he took out General Soleimani of Iran just a while back. That almost got us into a hot war with Iran. Um, What else is happening? Whistleblowers are under attack. Daniel Hale, who's in this film, which we're going to hear in a moment, he's facing 50 years in prison for speaking out. Chelsea Manning is now languishing in prison. Jeffrey Sterling is languishing in prison. Reality Winner is in prison. Give us a click right now online at kpfa.org. Make a donation of $110, and this film is yours. You can make that in $10 monthly payments. You can also call 1-800-HEY-KPFA. That's 1-800-439-5732. I'm asking you to support KPFA right now and stand with these brave whistleblowers. Whistleblowers who are risking their freedom and their lives. Look at what they did to Chelsea Manning. They locked, locked her up in solitary confinement and stripped her naked under some sort of suicide watch. The free press is also under attack like never before. We need KPFA. We need Pacifica. We need to pass this blessing of unfiltered information on to our next generations. We here in the First Voice Apprenticeship Program feel that by standing here with us at KPFA and the Apprenticeship Program and coming together in an organized way to help support this station and the information we bring is your way of standing with these brave whistleblowers, standing with Code Pink and other drone-based resistors, standing with Veterans for Peace, standing with the water protectors. It's a way you can say yes, yes, the producers of National Bird, the producers of Full Circle, you are doing the right thing, and I will stand up and do it too by making a donation to KPFA. Give us a call, 1-800-439-5732. That's 1-800-HEY-KPFA. Looks like we got no callers on the line right now. Please, please pick up the phone. Give us a call. Get this DVD, National Bird. Share it with everyone you can and let people know what's happening to our soldiers and their families. Let them know what we're doing, who we are killing in the so-called war on terror. The number again, 1-800-439-5732. If you're online, swing over to the Donate tab and make a secure donation. Just click on that Donate tab. Again, if you want to call, the number is 1-800-439-5732, and that's 1-800-HEY-KPFA. Now we're about to get into our next clip here. I briefly mentioned Daniel Hale earlier. Daniel is one of the three whistleblowers in the film. His home was raided in 2014 for the alleged leak of classified documents. He is the alleged source for the Intercept's groundbreaking drones papers, uh, drone papers release. Daniel Hale right now is facing up to 50 years in prison under the Espionage Act. Obama refused to charge him, but Trump has moved forward and arrested him. Let's check this out. The people who defend drones and defend the way that they're used, they always say, you know, they, they protect American lives by not putting them in harm's way. But what they really do is they just embolden commanders. They embolden decision makers because there is no threat. There is no immediate consequence. They can do this strike and they can potentially kill this person that they're so desperate to get and to eliminate because of how dangerous, potentially dangerous they could be to the U.S. But if it just so happens that they don't kill that person or that some other people are involved in the strike and get killed as well, you know, there's no consequence for it. When it comes to high value targeting, every mission is to go after one person at a time. 
but anybody else that's killed in that strike is just blanketly assumed to be an associate of the targeted individual. So as long as they can reasonably identify that all of the people in the field of view of the camera are military-aged males, meaning anybody who's believed to be of age 16 or older, they are uh, a legitimate target under the rules of engagement. If the strike occurs and kills all of them, they just say that they got them all. When the president gets up in front of the nation and says that they're doing everything they can to ensure that there is near certainty that there will be no civilians killed. He is saying that because he can't say otherwise. Because any time an action is taken to finish a target, there is a certain amount of guesswork in that action. Because it's only in the aftermath of any kind of ordinance being dropped that you know just how much actual damage was done. And oftentimes, we, the, the intelligence community is reliant, the Joint Special Operations Command, the CIA included, is reliant on intelligence coming afterwards that confirms that who they were targeting was killed in that strike or that they weren't killed in that strike. All right, welcome back to KPFA 94.1 FM right here in Huchin, occupied Ohlone territory, also known as Berkeley. And I want to give a big shout out to all the callers. We got Richmond, Fairbanks, Arkansas, Antioch, uh, Aptos, Oakland. And right now we have eight people who have called. We got two on the line. Can we get 15 callers by the end of the show? We got about five minutes. If you can... Please make a donation. 1-800-439-5732. That's 1-800-HEY-KPFA. And I'm just going to give a shout out to uh, Mickey and Theodore over there. Just be ready with that last clip from Daniel we might play. And um, if you're interested in this information we're sharing tonight, please, please support us. The number is 1-800-439-5732. The website is kpfa.org. Get this DVD and get some information about what we're doing in these lands we're not even at war with. And um, let me just give you some more information real quick. New Pentagon figures show almost 40 strikes hit Afghanistan every day in September of 2019, working out as more than 1,100 strikes over the month of September. That's a significant rise. Um, The number of U.S. strikes has been increasing in recent months, but this latest Trump Uh, jump is dramatic. There were 1,113 strikes in September compared with 118, uh, with 810 in August and only 500, only 537 in July. We got about five minutes left here. We got a couple people on the line. Can we get a few more? We got nine donors and we're trying to get up to 15 donors tonight. We really, really appreciate everyone that has called and donated tonight. KPFA and the First Voice Apprenticeship Program is a training program that we uh, bring in people from the community and help them learn radio skills. The number, real quick, 1-800-439-5732. That's 1-800-HEY-KPFA. Get in under the wire. 
get this film, National Bird, and show your friends and learn about the secret drone program from brave whistleblowers that are in this film, whistleblowers that are under attack. In fact, if you guys have that clip ready, let's get and play that last clip of Daniel. And this, he talks about his fear of being prosecuted. Personally, like I just live every day trying to um, become more and more comfortable with the idea that it's probably going to happen that I'm probably gonna get indicted and I'm probably gonna get charged with a crime and that there's probably a real chance that I'll have to fight to stay out of prison. That's the voice of Daniel Hill. And actually, Daniel was picked up in May of last year and is being charged under the Espionage Act and is facing 50 years in prison for documents he leaked exposing what the U.S. drone war is and what we're doing and the civilians that we're killing. You heard him in his statement. He said, if you just happen to be in the area with someone that's being targeted and you get blown up, oh, well. If you happen to be over the age of 14, you're considered a military-aged male, and you're just counted as one of the bad guys. The number, real quick, 1-800-439-5732. That's 1-800-HEY-KPFA. Also, if you're online, swing over to the Donate tab. Donate securely online. Let us know that this information about the secret U.S. drone war is important to you. And don't forget how important KPFA is. KPFA is uh, a bastion of great information, important information that we need to keep our government accountable, to keep our communities safe, and to find out really what's happening in our name around the world as we assassinate people, as we take out civilians, thousands of civilians, up to 7,000. And you know the number? The number's unknown. This is a secret drone war. So when we're saying these numbers, it's almost certainly a lot higher than it is. Let's get in under the wire. We got two calls on the line. I'm feeling really good about what we did tonight. Thank you, everybody that donated. We got a call from Fresno, from Richmond. I, I think I'm, I'm our greatest call is here is from Arkansas. Uh, thank you very much. The number, real quick, one 800 439 5732. That's 1 800 Hey KPFA. Also, you can donate securely online at kpfa.org. And we got some great links on our website tonight. Please check out our website, kpfaapprentice.org. We're just about getting to the end of tonight's show. Um, before I sign off, I want to share uh, some information that. KPFA supporter and jazz poet Raymond Nat Turner is being honored by the city of Berkeley. It has named Tuesday, February 25th as Raymond Nat Turner Day. Yes. Um, The ceremony takes place at 6 p.m. at the council chambers at 1231 Addison Street. That's Tuesday, February 25th. Additionally, Raymond Nat Turner performs tomorrow afternoon at 3 p.m. at the Church of Jazz and Justice located at 424 Monte Vista in Oakland. Thank you, Raymond Nat Turner. Um, We love that man. All right. That brings us to the end of tonight's show. Tune in next week to Full Circle with your another chance to donate as we feature the film The Long Shadow. Big shout out to Miss M over there. Uh, big shout out to Theodora and the ones and twos. And um, you can still donate. 1-800-439-5732. That's 1-800-HEY-KPFA. Thank you very much. This is Free Will and Franklin saying peace.